0: Welcome to this week's episode of Into the Pages. Today we are continuing our journey in the shadow of what was lost by James Islington. The adventure continues with Davian Wir and Asha, and we're jumping into chapters 6
1: through 11. At this point we jump like three weeks ahead, they've been traveling them. David and Weir have been on the road for a few weeks now.
0: Basically, they're so they've been traveling. They're at the border of Andara and another c- country called Desreal. Desreal hates gifted even more than Andarans do. They didn't even have any gifted before the treaty, um, <coughs> which actually
1: puts them in like it really seems like a horrible position. place for them to be going. Yes, so, but
0: they're there because they're just going north. That's their only thing. Um, and they're obviously not very good at hiding. <laughs> because they just cover their tattoos up with makeup that won't even Doesn't pass close did. inspection. They're both, well, at least Davian's really jumpy and like jittery and like super suspicious acting. We're <laughs> asked to keep telling them to calm the crap down. <laughs> <You're> right. They <laughs> he to chill out. And they come to this tavern. They decide to like kind of rest and they get a room and they're eating some meals. They're getting some weird stares from one person in particular. We find out later her name is Prashada. Who is a very famous hunter? A hunter. If I don't know if we talked about it, but the hunters are people who hunt down
1: gifted that
0: are runaways. Essentially,
1: um, that uh, that boy from a few chapters ago probably was hunted by. Him.
0: Yeah. So that that person's kind of staring at him, and then there's another dude named Anar who notices who they are, and he kind of just goes up to them and's like act natural
1: like, like, like act like we're friends yeah
0: yeah
1: and uh we're as kind of, good at this I think he he's good at being like a fugitive or something cause uh he he loudly to like co- cover up like a drink for my friend over here uh, and I think he even said his name you know someone's like he he's better than Davy. <laughs> this being yeah, a Damien's fugitive
0: like out. but basically this, we find out this dude in our is a smuggler and they're able to negotiate a big chunk or for a decent chunk of, money of their money to have him smuggle them across the river into Desriel so they're in a town called Tal'miel. it's kind of like a river town there's a bridge and everyone who crosses into Desriel or out of Desriel is touched by a finder to make sure they're not gifted and there's no way to escape that and so luckily this kind of happened where the smuggler walked up to them for some reason who knows why and then agreed to smuggle them across the river yeah, he just but wants money. And it's gonna wait for the cover of darkness. So they go back to their room and kind of make one of their first big blunders because <coughs> um, he said it was gonna, because Annar said it was gonna be after dark and to not answer the door for anyone except for him and R. And less than like an hour later, or like an hour or two later, someone knocks on the door and they're like, "Who is it?" And they're like, "We're here." R sent us. And they're like, mm, "Seems legit." <laughs> and they open the door and it's two thugs. They kind of rough them up a little bit, put shackles on them. They're like, ha-ha, we're going to turn you guys in, you stupid idiots." <laughs> yeah, seriously, <not> idiots. <laughs> but then the unexpected happens. Brashada comes, and she's kind of like, hey. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and that the, the two people are like, we got them here first. We noticed you looking at them, and so figured they were gifted, and so we got them. And then Brashada draws her sword, and it's pretty much like, leave and they're like nah <laughs> yeah and so she kills them and she has some sort of magical sword because she just barely scratches them and they just die just it's <laughs> yes. turn over turn over and die <laughs> yeah
1: it's a, it's an insane sword Like goodness
0: yeah something we learn out later it's called whisper is what it's the name of the name of the sword fitting name but despite saving them she obviously hates them because she's they kind of they l- I think oh, I don't know if it was where Davian tries to thank her, and she's essentially like, don't thank me, you disgusting piece of crap. Like, I had to kill two good men to save your worthless pieces of yeah. junk. And then she tells them to tell Tal Kamar that the debt is repaid a thousand times over. They don't know who that is, but we know kind of who that is. That's the character in the prologue. Yeah. That seemed to be up to th- something.
1: Yeah, he's he's apparently somebody, and... A him apparently, was in favor something. By yeah.
0: Yeah, apparently, by saving Davian and Wer she satisfies that. So, it kind of implies that Davian and Wer are more important to the world at large than either of them are currently aware. Yeah, probably more so Davian because he is the auger. But
1: yeah I kind of think that maybe Talkmar is the one that they're going to be meeting. Maybe, maybe that's who they're going to end up finding. But yeah, then she leaves. <laughs> that's kind of that, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, <laughs> like, Jesus, that louise. was weird. <laughs> And then so they—the the funny thing for to me that happened is, they just go back to the room, and uh, there's just two dead people out there. Yeah. Like they, they don't. There's nothing in here saying like, oh. And they shoved him into a closet, snow so one but like so like someone could just walk in me like, what the f? Just two people dead in here. What happened? And like, <laughs>
0: yeah, that's kind of happened because an gets there and then he comes in and sees two dead people and he's like, oh. Oh, oh okay. were they in his room? Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, they were in their room. And then Anar kind of sees them, and he's like, "Wow!" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, don't, don't mess with us; we, we can kill you." <laughs> but basically, the, the smuggling is successful. They make it across the river, but um, Anar tries to double cross them. He's like, "It turns out this is going to be much more expensive than you imagined."
1: Yeah, freaking. And then
0: they kind of, they kind of, Davian kind of steps up a little bit and is able to negotiate. They're kind of pushing back and forth because. Anar is like, you yeah, have nowhere to go. Like, these desperate people are all I have to do is shout. And then he's like, All I have to do is shout. All I have to do is use the gift, and then everyone's going to be here, and you're going to be after your business. And, they're like, <laughs> and then he finally just says, How about you just leave us a few coins and take the rest so that we can eat? And he's like, Fine. But he also, uh, Davian also suspects that Anar saw the vessel. Because he drops it. He dropped it. <laughs> I forgot we forgot to mention that, but when they're in the tavern, he freaking just drops it. Yeah. Right smooth. In the middle of the dang thing because it's like glowing and hot. Luckily, only he can see the glow, but still. <laughs> uh, Anar saw it. just fairly clear that Anar saw it. And then it seems like Davian does something, uses some sort of auger power to do something because Anar doesn't. They like. Blinks and doesn't really like ask about it, or he just takes the gold and is like, pleasure doing business.
1: Yeah, and there's, there's a whole thing about it where they like shook hands. And Davian is kind of just like a flash of anxiety ran through him. And then something like, like a surge rippled through his body and internet. into mm-hmm. his palm before draining away straight into Anar. And then he Davian seems to be like reacting but Anar's just like
0: whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah they escape <laughs> and then they they go away they're like hey we gotta get out of the way before the next patrol comes. And then we jump back to Asha's point of view. So she's traveling on the road as we as we kind of i think we already mentioned this late, early in the book kind of briefly but we get a good dose of it now but when you make become a shadow it seems like you lose your memories for at least the past couple of days if not maybe like a, the day maybe a little bit more because she doesn't remember seeing everyone dead she doesn't remember seeing that davians and rooms were empty she doesn't remember anything in fact she doesn't know that everyone in toll has died and she's traveling with other elder Ilseth and the others that were with him, and they're kind of being cryptic. They're not telling her what's going on, but we do know that they're headed to Tol Althien, Athien, which is in the Andara capital, Ilan Ilan. That's kind of where they're headed. Um, and yeah, it's pretty. That doesn't really talk much about their traveling there because it kind of picks up right when they're getting there. And she gets brought when they get there. That she gets brought before what's called the council. So i think i don't know if this is just general for all the gifted or if it's per toll but there's like a council of gifted that kind of manage things and they go and report there without any administrators present and they're kind of talking like asha's like everyone on the toll died except her like we need to figure out why and but they're being really cryptic about it and they're making it it's, it's obvious that they don't want Asha to really be involved, and she when she finds out so it's at this point that she finds out that well, she's told that Davian and were are dead, and everyone's dead, even though Davian and we're aren't dead, but she's told they are. So she's like freaking out, and she's like, "Oh, like I need to help! Help! I need to help to figure this out!" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you can help. You can just stay here." It's very obvious that they're not going to do anything with her. So, quiet. Yes, and so under the guise of protecting her. They make her a servant in Tol Athien's library, which apparently there's other shadows that work there and their lives are freaking terrible because they're looked down on gifted and they're extra looked down on by administration and others and just have like terrible lives. They kind of seem similar to the Ska in Mistborn to me, kind of like their quality of life or like, or like a frick, what are they called in the Stormlight Archives? Parchman, kind of similar to Parchman, where I would like, no one really likes them. They kind of, everyone just kind of ignores them, treats them poorly. Um, and she works there for three weeks as kind of like a scribe. So basically she just looks at old books, scribes. She's kind of mad about that because she's like, I want to help the investigation. No one's talking to me. What's going on? And she kind of, uh, an administrator, she kind of notices an administrator being mean to another Shadow and by being mean I mean he's like pushing him down, beating him up for something that
1: was completely out of his control.
0: Yeah, because the administrator administrator was like asking for a book or something, and then I don't remember why, but it was pretty. It was a very legitimate reason why the shadow didn't get it yet. The administrator was like going to beat the crap out of him, and so she's like, "You leave him alone right now," and he's like, "Girl, I'm going to beat you up." And then Jen, we meet Jen. Jin comes to rescue. He's like the he's like the they talk about manager of the of the, of of the shadow in the yeah. Yeah, shadows in the library. <laughs> but he comes up and he starts whispering in the administrator's ear, and the administrator kind of like pales and is like,
1: hey. I'm
0: "Like, what the heck does the shadow say to an administrator?" To make <laughs> yeah, him? making him that scared. Um, but it turns out he mentioned the shad. I'm probably not pronouncing this at all correctly. It's like Shadrahan, Shadrahan. Shadow I don't know but apparently Shadow is a person who shelters shadows and they're d- kind of assumed by administration to be sort of like almost like a rebel terrorist group um but it's, it's c- that's, what that's what so they believe that's what that's what like the administration are. and people That's who what know. the administration believes they are and um the shadow that I was being beat up by the administrators was like, how dare you associate me with that? Like, I want nothing to do with that. And we find out apparently there's like a few different groups of shadows. There's ones that are just totally like accepting their fate, accepting that they're worthless pieces of crap and they don't deserve anything. And they're just depressed. And there's others that are like, want a normal life and want to just live. And they're a part of what of this shadow Ray. And Jen decides to take her there. And apparently there's like this big
1: underground... Catacombs or something. It seems like it's a giant cave. Yeah. It fit like an entire city. I, it felt like it was massive. Yeah, I can't decide if I should be trusting Ilseth. He seems like he's trying to do the right thing by raising up the gifted and the augurs. Most, more, more so, the augurs. But he's he's like the the guy who's like he's he's super quick to make sacrifices. Yeah. Instead of like maybe giving people A chance to prove that, that They're gonna be quiet or whatever like
0: I don't know I think he's super sus I don't trust him at all
1: I, I don't Cause I, I kinda hate that He he was so quick to Make Asha a shadow And just yeah. ruin her life And then I still uh, I feel like he had something to do with The death of everyone there At uh, the school I honestly wouldn't be surprised Just to cover his tracks yeah, so, and I, it, uh, it was pretty clear to me, I think, that, uh, the council they met with is not a part of all the people who are, like, trying to get the augers back, because he just kept, like, making all these excuses, like, oh, well, because everyone's dead, and then. He
0: told them, Davey, and then we're, we're dead too. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's at least while Asha was there.
0: She did leave, and they kept meeting, so who knows what he told them after she left, but.
1: And he even went on to go be like, oh, Asha wanted me to make her a shadow. She wanted to forget. Ooh. Yeah, he
0: lied. He's like she said that she started attacking him, and demanding to be made a shadow because she wanted to
1: forget seeing her dead friends. which I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of hard pill to swallow if I was in the council's position. Yeah. But that is what it is. They also talked about that they have a trace that I wondered about. Like it sounds like they've got some people out looking for someone. I thought it was Davian and were, but I forgot that he mentioned that they were dead. Yeah. Oh, they—they they just said you were unable to find him. That's correct. Confirm his So they've got. But I, w- I was just kind of curious. I want to know more about that a little bit. Like, what a trace is? Is a trace what they call a unit of people going out finding someone, or like they have some magicalness out there looking for people?
0: I don't know. It's very cryptic. We don't really know really anything that's going on. It kind of seems like we're just thrown. That's along with the main characters, Devi and Wir and Asha. <laughs> it just seems like there's these large plots going on everywhere and they're just kind of scratching the surface. <laughs> so Literally.
1: I did love how Asha is just, she's not taking no crap when, when that administrator was like...
0: Yeah. I think out. it's also important to mention Asha changed her name. She now goes by Lisa.
1: Yes, that was one of the things that they yeah. talked about that... To, to yeah.
0: So Protector, she goes by I guess. Lisa. so yes, no one knows whom she is. Yeah, but yeah, so Jen takes her. It kind of seems like this big secret. to Go there, just kind of trusting her a lot. Um, but when they get there, they're tr- there's like this huge. So they they like go through all these like confusing catacombs. Very good. Very well hidden hideaway for sure. And they get to a door, they kind of have a password to get in, and then they get to this big cavern, this really big cavern that looks like people are... There's like a big whole society of shadows living down there. And they're like building houses. It looks like they're legitimately just trying to live and just be normal people.
1: It seems like a normal town just down uh, underground somewhere because it, it, there's yeah. people who it even seems like they've got businesses and stuff running. I'm yeah.
0: just, the special thing about this is there's like this huge pillar of essence. I don't know if it's in the middle or off to the side. But a huge pillar of essence and it's and Jin mentions that for some reason only shadows are able to survive near it. So if other gifted or non gifted people people came there, they would die. I don't really know why or how the shadows can survive that. Doesn't really explain it. But for some reason they can. Uh, so it's kinda weird. But
1: I wonder if it's because they got like their ability to use essence stripped from them. So it doesn't affect them as much anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe I think it's something else because if that was the case, then non gifted would also be able to go there. Right. So it doesn't have necessarily have to do with the ability to use essence. It's like something else. Yeah. But at least that's what it makes sense to me. And see, we also meet another a f- mysterious figure called the watcher some dude, some thing that sits like right next to the pillar and just stares at it. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. even shadows can't get that close. If shadows get that close to the pillar, they'll die. And so apparently there's some dude that can get that close. Yeah,
1: so this guy is already like, wow, who is this dude?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of explained that like, yeah, sometimes he's there just hanging out, watching. Other times he's gone. No one sees him come. No one sees him leave. He's just there or he's not there. And he's always just staring. <laughs> It's kind of like, okay, hey. you got
1: a boring job. You know,
0: like, we leave him alone, he leaves us alone, man. It's all good. Yeah, Jen takes her around and introduces her to everyone. She gets invited to over to dinner. And while they're getting ready for dinner, the unexpected <laughs> happens. Which the I thought watcher, was funny. Yeah, the watcher appears in the doorway and is like...
1: What I thought was funny is uh, Jen took her to a friend's place that, and they had met this woman's husband somewhere else in this society and then it's going to have dinner with him. But what I thought was just funny and just like, okay, you didn't tell us everything about the watcher. because she like is so mortified that he just suddenly is there. So she screams and runs away. <laughs> so it's like, okay, wait a, whoa, 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 back up. Gives a little more info. Why the heck is yeah. he so scary? It doesn't
0: really explain it. and I don't even think they know either, but yeah, he comes in there and he, he confronts Asha and, he as they hit her, Asha and Jin try kind of try to leave, and he's like, "Stop!" He's like, "I want to talk to you, Asha, alone." And Jin's like, "Not gonna happen." And then the Watcher's like, "Okay," and then kills Jin. <laughs> yeah, just like not. just straight up murders him. <laughs> and and
1: like, I and it kind of thought it was super cool what he how he did it. Even though it, like we yeah. k- he killed Jin, Which seemed like a super cool character already, but like he just formed a sword out of nothing and
0: shink <laughs> right across the throat, blood everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's talking to Asha. He's like, are you here to kill me? And Asha's like, I don't even know
1: who you is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's like, mm, And he knew who she was. He didn't say, yeah, like, are you? He's like, Asha, whatever your last name Asha is. Asha, uh, whatever. And, like, everyone him. here knows her as Lisa. Yeah. So he just is so so like Asha. for some reason. Oh, crap, yeah. this guy.
0: And he mentions he has siblings. One is, like, an Asheri. then he mentions that he's the only one who knows who he is. And he, like, hides from it. So you're like what are you guys and then there's four who hunt and then he's the one that watches and I'm kind of like are they the ones who are attacking the schools cause it mentions like all the a lot of the throats were cut like super cleanly some were like freaking ripped out but I mean just how it swiftly just and how silently part. he moved and killed and how oh, no one can see him leave no one sees him come so it seems like
1: he would be like kind of fits the bill <laughs> But we so don't know for sure. Maybe this is like a somewhat of a clue of why Asha was spared. Like for some reason, they're like she's the one who's gonna kill us. And so
0: I don't even know because he's like, "Are you gonna kill me?" And she's like, "No." And then he tells her that when the time comes, not to let Valir suffer.
1: Yes, whoever the heck whoever that, that is,
0: whoever the crap that is. And then he just leaves. And then Asha just kind of sits there, and she's like, "Uh." And then the other shadows come, so it kind of stops. Her, ends her viewpoint there. So it's not. I'm kind of curious what's gonna. We'll see what happens. Yeah. When they come in there and see <laughs> a dead Jinn and someone they don't even know just there, <laughs> like it's gonna be very suspicious.
1: Yeah. sus. I kind of wondered if, uh, I, for some reason, I got the idea when when Asha was first being introduced to everyone and going through this place. If like, I wonder if these guys go out and like rescue shadows that are like out in the world trying to survive the like maybe. maybe come live know. here. That'd be cool. That would be kinda cool. But well I guess we'll see. <laughs> we will see indeed because
0: then we're back to Davian and were for the rest of our episode today. And as can be expected, since they gave away most of their money to an R, they are out of money. That's how this next chapter starts. And they're they come across a town and they're deciding that they're going to I think they have like a few coins left and they're going to go to an inn and gamble. To try to earn their money back, but they have a pretty fool foolproof plan. Foolproof proof plan, kind of. <laughs> They're gonna play a game. I don't remember if they'd say what it's called. I think they do.
1: Whatever it was,
0: I not put it. But it's essentially it's the Pirates of the Caribbean game. If anyone's familiar with a Dead Man's Chest, when you're on board the Flying Dutchman, you roll dice and you secretly look, and then you say, "I have." four ones and the next person has to be like i have three twos the next person has to be like you can only go higher and higher but it's with cards and so they they're kind of saying i have this many cards and you're supposed to like call it out like that no you don't or you're supposed to bet and raise it and and the full full proof part of this is davian can tell when someone's lying and so he can in theory win perfectly without even having to try because he can tell when anyone's lying uh, but what we don't know, at the time at least, the word didn't tell this to Davian, but only hunters can play this game. <laughs> and he didn't tell Davian at the time <laughs> until he gets there, and then there's a table full of hunters, and Davian's like flipping out, and they're like, Are you a hunter? And he's like, Yes. <laughs> and like, Who trained you? And he's like, Prashada. <laughs> and they're <laughs> yeah, like, Holy see. crap, she's like the best hunter in all the land. Yeah. And he's like, Mm hmm. <laughs> and they're like, And then. <laughs> <laughs> he's somehow able to convince them that he did train it and he's able to pull it off <laughs> and then they're they're playing the game and he's like cleaning he, them up he's like winning so easily yeah, he was he,
1: able to convince a little bit because he saw her use her, yeah, her cause, cause very like, well known yeah, sword because yeah,
0: after they're playing for a while they kind of turn to small talk and they're like oh tell us what it's like to train under her and he's like oh it's like you would imagine you know and they're like what about his, her sword whisper and he's like yeah, I've seen it in action. Kills with barely a scratch, and they're like, "Wow!" <laughs> and he's like, eh. "It's not
1: even a scratch. Like, she just has to touch him. <laughs> it's insane." Oh, I thought
0: she cut him a little bit, but when
1: yeah. she killed those other two hunters, said so just like, they touched their skin and they. <laughs> 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 but right. yeah, they're it's an <laughs> sword. Tell you what. So
0: he kind of passes the small talk test. He's like, "How dare they talk to me? This is supposed to be a game of concentration and no." Talk. And then one of the hunters gets all mad. He's being a sore <laughs> loser, and he's like, "You're taking all my money, and you're just this kid. You trained under Brashadas—bull crap." <laughs>
1: yeah. And so he like thing.
0: ups the ante like insanely amount. He puts his sword on there, and he's like, "I wager my sword." And the other hunters are like, oh, like that's a big deal. Like you love your
1: sword." Yeah, because he, he—they do describe it like as like the sword is nice. It's probably not any word like whisper. Yeah, it's not a famous sword or like a magical sword, a really but it is nice a good sword.
0: sword. It is a nice sword.
1: It's like if you got an elven sword just dropped on the yeah. table, and like. I'll bet this. But,
0: of course, Davian's able to read him and tell that he's lying and calls him out.
1: <laughs> and the guy
0: loses. And he's like, you son of a... And he, like, jumps across the table. He's, like, going to try to kill Wurr. It seems like Wurr activates auger powers again. You
1: mean, uh...
0: Oh, sorry, Davian. <laughs> it seems like Davian activates auger powers again because, in his perspective, time kind of slows down. He reaches up, grabs the sword, unsheaths it, kind of points it, angles it up, so then the guy's jumping falls on it
1: you know what makes this this scene kind of made me think of is uh, in the first Hobbit movie when Bilbo it's at the end of the movie when, when they're all getting attacked by the wargs and the middle, white orc the pale orc and uh, that warg comes at him and he just kind of like and it just hits itself <laughs> I don't think I don't think Davian did anything he didn't he wasn't even like stabbing he just and then the other guy's momentum just stabbed himself Yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> Luckily, it doesn't cause any trouble beyond that, though, because the other hunters are like, uh like I can see your training with Brashada, is really good," yeah. and this guy asked for it. He shouldn't have attacked you in self-defense, but you should get out of here before the watch comes. Collect your, collect your winnings. Yeah, they were worried, collect like your winnings he, and get out of here. His
1: age was going to be like a, an issue and cause more problems, but if he left, and yeah. they could do like this was this was hunter business get out of here.
0: So it's kind of ironic that the hunters who are supposed to be hunting Davian and, and were end up helping them. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Seekers, yeah. yeah, that is what they. Call yeah, them. yeah. And the Davian work kind of they run away, and after the shock wears off, Davian's all pissed, and he <laughs> he punches work a couple times, and he's like, "How oh, dare you freaking not tell <laughs> yeah, me there are hunters?" And he's like, "Would you have done it? It worked,
1: didn't it?" And he's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. <laughs> yeah. "I think they got a they got a, a pretty sizable amount of gold."
0: Yeah, seems like they got a decent amount. And then the chapter ends with Davian making the discovery that the cube vessel is something called a Wayfinder. And he finds out that only when he when he turns it, the wolf only highlights in a certain direction, like northeast, south, or west. And
1: then he's like, <laughs> so they finally figured it out. Yeah.
0: Until they follow it,
1: he did something before they followed that made me so mad. What? He threw away the sword. Oh
0: yeah, he tossed it in the bushes. <laughs> like,
1: son of a freaking crab! Come <laughs> on, like I think that was just so dumb because. With his abilities manifesting, if he can move as fast as he can, that's going to be invaluable. You don't need to know how to use a sword. Just become the Flash and then mess up everyone and <laughs> save yourselves. But he's like yeah. so passive and against violence and all that crap. And like, <laughs> defending yourself is a different story, in my opinion. Anyway, I hated that.
0: In the final chapter today, chapter 11. They then follow the vessel for a little bit. They come into a forest, a big forest, and they also come, come across a Desriel patrol of soldiers that they kind of are able to act naturally and be like, top of the morning to you gentlemen, and get past when they pass the soldiers they, Davian checks the thing and he's like oh, it's pointing at the soldiers and they're like, of course it is <laughs> <laughs> and then they, so like. they, they wait till night and they go back to the camp and they're able to discover that there's a prisoner being held in some sort of wagon and they kind of guess that the vessel's leading them to that prisoner and so they
1: do a, a slight bit of scouting. Not really, but they just kind of wait for them all they to go to
0: bed. Swat. Yeah, they kind of just wait around for them to go to sleep. And there's one guard left. They are able to sneak up on the guard, knock him out with a stick. And they are able to release the prisoner. They find keys, they unlock them, and they see a tattoo on his wrist that matches the symbol on the vessels. They're like, aha, tis the one. Yes, this is who they're looking for. I mean, he has a shackle on, so it's obvious that he's gifted. Um... So they they release him and they're like kind of they're all they're all making their way out. They're like they got him. And they're helping him out because he's been the crap. He's been beaten t- terribly,
1: like a massive bruises it's and swelling. It's actually it's almost surprising that they didn't kill him because they're now in. I've already forgot the name of the country. I can look at the map. Desreal, Desreal, but, but where like gifted are? They don't get it. They have like no rights. It's like oh you're gifted. Here's I'm gonna kill you now. <laughs> yeah, basically. But for some reason, yeah, they captured this guy, and we're taking him somewhere, so curious who he is.
0: <coughs> Someone important. Yeah. But as they're kind of starting to walk away, they hear a shout in the tent. The soldiers come a-pouring out. I think War tries to do something, or because he tries to do something with essence, but he can't, because it turns out they have a trap with them also. a trap, I don't know if we've mentioned it, but so there's several different devices that non-gifted can use to kind of combat gifted. One we've already seen a little bit, bit is the shackle. The shackle is something that you can put on a gifted that prevents them from using essence. Another one is something called a finder that can detect the use of essence and when touched to someone tells if they're gifted or not. And the third is called a trap. And a trap is something that nullifies essence. So if you have activated a trap within a certain radius, it doesn't really clear how big the radius is, you can't use essence. And so they had those soldiers have one of that and they're kind of go, they they're coming after sense that they're
1: transporting get gifted somewhere or whatever this guy is. Yeah.
0: Well then they're, then they start coming after they were and Davian and whoever they just saved. But then a mysterious someone appears and it kind of seems like it's, if it's not the watcher, it's something very similar to the watcher. Maybe yes. one of his siblings. That's
1: what I thought. I didn't think it was the watcher. I just thought it was one of his siblings.
0: Yeah. But he shows up and says something in some weird language. I don't even know what the crap it means. Someone's a sword, and then just almost lazily just starts killing all the
1: soldiers. He's like, shing, 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 yeah, shing. it's literally like he's like this master swordsman fighting children, and these guys are just hopeless. Yeah.
0: So he kills all of them uh, very easily, very easily, and then starts coming towards Davian and Wur. When this insane amount of power and essence of Flash of light comes and like slams into it and the things like kind of surprised. It's like what the f and then like disappears. Yeah. So Davy did like,
1: mention that he when this light hit the creature man thing, he he lit up his features for a second. And he could actually see like that thing was scared. It hmm. probably was not scared at all fighting those soldiers. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but whatever happens escaped and and Davian thought it was were that did it, but it turns out that it was the person they <laughs> saved and so shackles how they work when someone puts a shackle on you it forms a bond between the person who put the shackle on the person wearing the shackle and if the person who put the shackle on dies the shackle automatically falls off and so when the last soldier died the shackle fell off the dude and he did something to save him but then he it makes him collapse he passes out after he does that and then davian and we're like (laughs) we survived we survived (laughs) but then all of a sudden there's another flash of light and they get wrapped up in essence, and so they hear a voice saying, "You better have a good explanation for being here." <laughs> yeah. Uh. And then they pass out, and you're <laughs> like, "What the frickin' frack?" So, anyways, that's the story. Where we're at. What are your thoughts? Favorite parts, moments you hated, liked?
1: Oh, all the classic things. I would say, like, it. I. You can't trust nobody in this this world if you're gifted. It seems like, like, uh, an R just totally taking advantage, like. He d- he didn't hate gifted enough to really, like want to turn them in or anything, but he definitely was like he d- had no interest in actually helping them. He just wanted to yeah, no problem exploiting. Uh, them. Yeah, I would say exploiting them out of all their money and stuff. And uh ah, I was so sad. I I really liked Jin when we first met him because uh, he was a shadow that, that is not some like pushover like that other guy, and he was he could actually like stand up and. Help protect the shadows, and then he's already dead. <laughs> Didn't even last like a chapter. <laughs> yeah. There was one interesting conversation between Davian and Wer, and it makes me not trust Wer. It's the, they're they're like discussing how they would change like the tenants and how the gifted are and stuff like that, and where is is like in favor of some of the tenants and like wants to restrict the gifted still. where, David is like, uh, oh, we need to be able to defend ourselves. But
0: Yeah, I d I I don't like how he I honestly agree with where, honestly a little bit. How dare he? Because I think w the way the approach that were was taking on it is he's like, Yeah, like these people they they had unchecked power and they used it to, to suppress the people and to be tyrants. And then we've kind of gone the other extreme now where the non gifted are now the tyrants. And he's like, There needs to be a good middle ground. So he, so his suggestion is like, we can change the tenants such that we should change the tenants such that that, that they c you still can't use it to like kill someone, but you can use it if like you're in danger, you can protect yourself, and like, or like have some sort of discourse or discussion that still limits the power but doesn't make it so that they're so cruelly oppressed and and killed essentially. Um, so I actually kind of agree with him, but to each his own I think generally I'm having a love-hate relationship with the pacing of the story oh yeah um, not that I have a big issue with non-stop action but I do think it presents several challenges and makes it a story annoying and unbelievable at some points. I still like the story I'm still going to read it, but when it's just go 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 go, I I think that that kind of forces the author and the story in situations where you have to give I'll call it a unicorn out like oh my oh it turns out this they could do this and it was totally fine, and that's the impression I'm honestly getting with this story so far, and I'll I'll talk about kind of why that's good and why that's kind of bad and how it's working and how I think it's not really working. How it's not really working, in my opinion, is it's I don't feel urgency.
1: Sure, um, sure I don't
0: yeah. feel that Davian and Wur are in any actual danger, because everything that they've done, there's been a miraculous out. <laughs> they go into a town notorious for hunting and killing seekers or gifted. They are immediately discovered, but the person that approached them, they're able to easily talk into smuggling them um they they're accosted by two people and they're like oh no well now we're screwed they're saved and then they're like and then they're like No, ah, don't do this and then oh no they're being exploited oh they're saved and like oh we're we have to go we have no money oh we got this oh no we're being attacked oh saved and like oh we're here we gotta sneak in like oh we gotta do this oh we're saved because this thing had its power to go and this thing killed this random creature came out of freaking nowhere and killed everyone and then, oh no, oh no, now it's coming for us! Oh, we're saved. Okay, cool. Oh no, now we're captured. And so, so where it's just me. so constant, where there's just no periods. It just, I think it opens up, where I'm kind of like, okay, like this is this is too much. These people are never going to be in any actually danger any time now. now my mentality is, I'm, I'm just going to read the story to see what happens. But I'm, I don't have any. Belief or like vested interest in like these people are actually going to be in any danger. I think James kind of makes up for it a little bit when he he like he kills Jin off. Um, kind of seems like there are some general consequences of what's going on, but as far as I I have,
1: but for, like, the I'm, main not, I'm not
0: convinced that they're in any actual danger. <laughs> okay, yeah, it just seems like James is going to give them constantly ways to. Yeah escape whatever things they get in and honestly my honest opinion i flick- freaking hate that I, I i think that if you're an author not willing to kill off main characters for doing insanely stupid things or give them actual like real lifelong consequences like for example uh, wheel of time uh when when rand is fighting one of the forsaken at the end of the eye of the world he has to do this pose where he like kind of opens himself up and he gets stabbed and then he's defeats the other person. And that wound like, yeah, he saved the day. It was kind of a stupid choice. That wound is with him the rest of the story. And it is a terrible, terrible wound that causes him immense pain and makes it so he can hardly do things at time. And that's like a, that's like a real consequence. Like, holy crap, like yeah, he saved the day, but man, at what cost? And at this point it's just like,
1: yeah, that's Nothing's true. Nothing's really happened like to
0: these people. Nothing's really happened to these boys.
1: Where took like the biggest nothing, con, uh, the biggest like chance to go and try to con the seekers, the very people who are meant to be out killing them. Yeah, and he gets away quite so, unscathed.
0: So there's that part of it that I I just it really rubs me wrong. I I just really don't like it. Um, one saving grace though is I th- I think I can tell I I can kind of getting a hint kind of where James is going with this and. And I think it's where we're at with the story. Because there's all the things that seems like there's going on around Davian and Were. And it seems like there are just little pieces moving around. There's like this grand something going on that people around them are more aware of than they actually are. And so there is that sense of where, like, what is going on? Like, our characters don't really know what's going on. And we don't really know what's going on. They're just kind of going off with their information that they have so i do like that point that part of it where you know that kind of like unsurety that kind of like we were told to go north so we're going north and seeing what's gonna happen so i can understand like that part of it but um I, i do like that part of it but it's for me it's almost overshadowed by i think the pacing needs to slow down i think that there needs to be time to like Really get in with the characters, really understand who these characters are, what they're going for, and we d- and we do get a lot of that. We do get some of that. Like there's c- some conversations where you kind of feel like, okay, yeah, I like I like Davy and I like Wur, and there's some mystery there, like what's really going on. Everyone seems to, but yeah, just just the constant
1: action pacing, is just a bit much. Yeah, I'm curious if that will change a little bit because as we were talking earlier, like the first episode, that this is James's first book. Yeah. So I wonder if, like, in writing this book and then writing the next book in the series and the third book, and maybe maybe he grows as an author.
0: I honestly hope so. And I, and I know it's probably personal preference how I am with reading, but I think that's one of the reasons why I I love Brandon Sanderson so much, uh, because the majority of his stories kind of have a slow build. Like, there's like little action things, and there's like character development, slow build, slow build, slow build and it's like holy crap something happens and then it's like kind of yeah. lets you down From Brandon
1: there. is definitely really good at making you like the characters and yeah. you're like you you were like oh my gosh
0: Yeah. overall I would say I like the story I do want to finish it I do want to know what's going on um, but I am very annoyed with Yeah. kind of I,
1: f- I feel the same way but maybe on a lower level yeah. I'm still just like holy crap like there's this no end to the suffering and it seems like there's always n- the nothing's going right but it's kind of almost the opposite everything is going right because as you were saying they get into these trouble but then oh they're fine oh trouble oh oh, they're fine
0: <laughs> yeah I just, I just haven't felt that like if they don't like if like I, I just haven't felt that I don't even know how to describe what that feeling is like an actual belief that anything bad is going to happen to them like, maybe I'm wrong
1: I understand it I wonder if this is kind of like, because we're like, what, this is just barely 100 pages in, 120 pages in or so. Yeah. Uh, so I'm wondering if, like, he's got, like, this super fast, like, to the point. Because it seems like they're making pretty quick headway. If, if, in fact, the stranger is the guy that they're supposed to be finding and they're not supposed to, like, go farther north or whatever. Like, maybe he's going to take them somewhere and things are really going to slow down. And we'll get some more insight. Because I've also yeah. felt like we were just... We were. We didn't even go from the frying pan into the fire. We were directly thrown into the fire, yeah. and like, there's so much stuff going on. There's so many questions we don't know and understand.
0: And I, th- I honestly think that's a pretty tough position to write from. I think it's very engaging. I think that. I wonder if that's what he was going for. I think that it. I've, I've, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse now, but I think it's a little overdone. I, I think I can understand what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to help us feel what davian is feeling which is just like what the f like what what is going on like what is happening like first i'm like gonna fail this trial and then i'm like oh this dude one needs me to go north like oh now we're yeah, in the city like oh well, like there's people going on it's like and this is like davian's like introduction to the world he grew up in the toll and then he became gifted and so his whole life has just been in this tiny school in this tiny town in a corner of the world and so I can understand from his perspective that everything is just kinda like, holy shit, like, what the fuck? Like I kind I think that's what James is going for, but just how I interpreted it was kinda like, Okay, James, like, let's get on with it. Like f- tell me what's that what, oh, what bad thing is gonna happen now? Who'd captured them? Who was the Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna go crazy with it. <laughs> uh.
1: No, I get it. I get where you're coming from. It definitely does feel like that. It almost feels like a uh, kid show where like you want to give some interest, but like you can't you can't just brutally have someone murdered or injured on a yeah. kid show. would like the kids would be messed up, but
0: And like my point is, I'm fine with you not putting your characters in situations like that and then progressing through the story. But I feel like if you're going to put your characters in a situation like that, they either, if they're inexperienced, they're gonna have some serious dang life-changing consequences, or they are ready for it
1: and they kind of get through it. It's like it's like one of those things where, like, if they're gonna be put in these situations, they've got to learn how to grow up fast, or they're gonna end up way screwed. Like, especially in yeah. this world, this world with it being as harsh as he's portrayed it, it seems like yeah, Davin and where should be having a lot harder of her time and. Running into more obstacles that they're going to have to walk away from with some sort of consequence okay. they got to deal with or lessons they've learned and all that crap.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with the story. Yeah. I'm still interested. I still want to finish it, read it, and get through it. Um, but yeah, those are kind of just my thoughts so far. The first eleven chapters.
1: <laughs> It'll be interesting because I definitely agree that if he keeps this pace up, it's going to be. Maybe a little, little weak story,
0: <laughs> yeah. And even like, okay, I'm on. You got me on a tangent now. No, I was just thinking. I just looked over your collection and saw Aragon. Aragon. So Aragon makes some like serious mistakes. Th- the mistakes that get Brom killed. Mistakes that almost get Sephira killed. Mistakes that like dang almost kill him. Mistakes that expose the Varden to being attacked. Um, he fights a shade and gets crippled yeah like he can't do any, he's like a cripple he can't do anything and, and 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 yeah he's cured cured by the elves but I mean it just feels like more like
1: more of a con I don't know I feel like I'm just yeah like no that's that's a good example <sighs> <laughs> are you a little frustrated <laughs> I don't know what it is about my reading
0: I'm just like don't put your characters in situations if you don't want them to suffer the consequences of those situations
1: yeah if just don't give them.
0: me some magical BS out of the butt crack of the woods comes this person to save them.
1: <laughs> Do we even know if that, that stranger was like, was he going to hurt Davin and Wurr? Or...
0: We don't know. Was he, he there
1: to like get them? It, it kind of just makes it sound like it, he wasn't something that these guys wanted to encounter because the stranger drove it off and they're looking for the stranger so it kind of... I don't know. Maybe he wasn't supposed to. Yeah,
0: and I think that's part of the appeal. Part of the story is there's definitely something going on in the world at large. There's something up. Yeah. And Davian seems to be kind of in the middle of it, and seems to be like he has a part, big part to play in it, but he's just like totally clueless of. And so he's kind of going through the world, and like all these things are happening that seem like, oh, what the crap? What the crap? But then when once you understand a little bit more of it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay. That's going straight in. Next part, didn't even pick up. <laughs> so anyway, bottom line, good book. Definitely read it. Definitely pick it up. Um, <laughs>
1: you did such a good do- job of selling it.
0: <laughs> I know, I feel bad. I hope James doesn't watch this and like that, bash in my book. I like your book, James. You're a good writer. It's just, I can be overcritical.
1: <laughs> nah. <laughs>
0: I'm the same with with movies, man. I can't watch movies anymore. I'm just like, What bull crap can i I watched the other day I rewatched movies uh, are
1: worse in my opinion than the books
0: yeah the other day I rewatched um Kong versus Godzilla. I don't know if you've seen that one recently it uh,
1: recent enough,
0: but that was the same thing where I was just like <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean like. That's a pretty general statement. Like of course <laughs> there's no giant gorilla running around well, and all that. <laughs> but I I know it's but fantasy.
0: But I'm talking about like when they're f- when Mecha Godzilla is just like whooping on Godzilla and Kong, like whooping. Whooping. W whoop. <laughs> or capital whoop. <laughs> capital whoop. And w- it. it's like, oh, they're saved because someone poured whiskey on the keyboard and it shorted out Mecha Godzilla. I was like, Bull- <laughs> 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 That's a good you know b- I mean? that is a yeah I hate that. That is such a good I hate that. Uh, that, that is, is such all a cop out.
1: Thing is beat by boring crap on a keyboard. Yeah. I hate it. Like it ruins the whole story for me, the whole movie. Yep. I have had many moments like that with movies. <laughs> uh oh, I was gonna say something about oh, I remember what it was now. You should see minus one. It's better. Oh yeah. I mean I wanna see it.
0: That's another thing. Ever since COVID, like, I don't go to movie theaters like at all. It's been so long since I've been like... I've, re- I've taken my kids and seen like, kid movies, but it's been a while since I've seen like a movie I want to see. Yeah. We like just wait until it comes out. And, like, it.
1: I think a lot of people are going that way. I've all worked up now. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll end there. <laughs> yes,
0: we'll see what happens. Whoever this mysterious person is that captured, were and Davian... We'll see what happens to Asha as she was caught with a body. Hopefully, they are able to realize the watcher did it.
1: Um, but we'll see. Yes, and hopefully he th- things will become more clear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Y'all have to let us know what you think. Have you read this book? Do you like it? Do you agree with what we said? Do you disagree? Tell us. We want to know. Me, myself, and I want to know. Yeah. And that movie. Okay. <laughs> Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <Sorry. laughs> <laughs>